Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey, all Welcome to the um, Wednesday, April, August 4th edition of the Etcetera Show. Guys, what, what happened this summer? It's slipping away. It's gone. I don't know. I didn't vote for it to be gone, but I woke up one day and it was August. I, I happened to go into a mall Monday. I'm so sorry. Guess what I saw in the mall? Who's Christmas that? stuff. Oh, Christmas oh, yeah. stuff. Christmas tree. Oh, now listen here. all over the place. What? Not was it a specific Christmas store? Did they already start that? No. Oh, it was like a normal store. It the the entire mall. It was just oh, they were the decorated. Yes, I mean oh. not full tilt, but they had the the thing set up, uh, starting to get set up where Santa's going to be and. I, I'm still trying to recover from that. Well, way early. if Pennsylvania or Mississippi is anything like Ohio, we've had our highest number of cases in COVID since like April. I mean, it's like skyrocketing Ohio. It's insane. Yeah. Few, people are getting the vaccine and I mean, we're still under 50%. We were making fun of uh, Joe the other week and yeah, we're still higher than Mississippi, but we're not, we're not doing great. And we gave Ours five is, million bucks to people. You know, we had Dan yeah. Tierney on a couple weeks ago. And Ours we're has jumped up a little bit. Yeah, ours has jumped oh. up a little bit because everybody started getting really, real, real paranoid. The the numbers are yeah exploding. So, yep, yep. So maybe we're trying to get this Christmas shopping out of the way because we'll probably be all quarantined as of November. You know what I mean? Like we're. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't handle. I mean, Christmas stuff is now out in the mall. August the second, people will not take their decorations down until St. Patrick's Day, and then we have to have Christmas in July. It's too much. Well, I mean, we we have to have Christmas shopping season because we're going to be quarantined because we can't get vaccines. You know, everything is going to be high, so you know we'll probably have a four game NFL season because they'll cancel it. Hey, <laughs> it's going to be a depressing December. I mean. And, you know, if we have Christmas shopping season early, the kids are going to be all asking for their gifts in November. I mean, we must have just sleep through December. Just, it's you know, slumber. Online. What's that? It's called shop online. Who doesn't do that anymore? I know, right? That's well, what I was the, thinking. Like, oh, you got to do your Christmas shopping. I'm like, well, I can buy everything online anyway. Like, <laughs> But the malls got to be viable. They, the malls have to say. No, they don't. Not really. Well, I mean, if you work for the mall, you you got it's got to be relevant. Like, or you, you might know, as well shut down. You know what else we should keep alive? That business of the horseless carriage. You know, like <laughs> what? Well, Nobody I mean, goes to the mall anymore. The closest other than, mall to other me, than listless kids that have nothing, no other place to go, and their mom drops them off at the mall. Like that's just the, it. The closest mall to me is basically a glorified indoor track for walkers. Well, that's the other thing. I was just yeah, waiting until you were yeah. done, and I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Well, here in Columbus, our top mall, I mean, they're trying to get known for everything but being a mall. I mean, they've got a nice little courtyard. I mean, it's half of it's outside where you can play around outside. There's a little splash pad and everything. There's a splash pad? Yeah. Wow. Dyer wants to run through the water. I'm like, you're going to get my car wet. So it's. Right. I mean, like, you'd have to plan ahead for that. That's that's crazy. And, Does it but, have like a, a merry-go-round in it or a Ferris wheel or anything? Uh, no, but last time we went, and honestly, with COVID, we have we've been there like once or twice or some years ago every week. Uh, but no, they've had um, they had like a nice inflatable course, and without it costs, and they're like, hey, it's free. 
And yeah, they're probably trying to get people to go to the mall, but I'm sure during COVID, not as many people are going. But you know, hey, it was nice. Not as many people were going anywhere during COVID. Yeah, and and like I said, it's coming back. I hate to say it's not best time to go to the indoor old fashioned indoor mall though is before Easter. You go at a time when it's kind of slow and there's not a lot of kids going to see the Easter Bunny, so you just have this Easter Bunny sitting and waiting. And it's like he stares into your soul. Yeah, it's very disturbing. You like that? Yeah, that's you were you were <laughs> recommending that we do this. Like, I just love it when costumed people stare into my soul. Well, I like that moment when a mascot at a baseball game just like totally loses track of where he is, and he just blanks out, but he's just staring directly. Into last time I went to a Pirates game, I took a picture of the pierogies before they started the pierogi race. Right. And I happened to catch it at just the right time. One of the pierogies was like staring right at me. It's like we had a moment. They're trying to get trying to get motivated. They're like, I'm gonna win this race. (laughs) And that guy right there, he's my muse. We're gonna do this. I'm not as fat as that guy. I got a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think maybe? See, he just doesn't build up the momentum, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can say, oh, that big guy can't run. But at some point, we have more momentum than the yes. little tiny people. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. our legs don't go fast enough. So that means that we have fallen <laughs> forward, but we have momentum. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, I mean, Paul, what do you think about this? Um, when COVID first started, I had one of these, like, um, People who thought COVID was going to be terrible say, hey, we're going to have years of being, you know, quarantined during the winter. Maybe the winter can become like our Sabbath. You know, I mean, we're, you know, we honor the Sabbath one day. Uh, what if we say, hey, let's honor Sabbath for three months in a year where you just kind of hang out home. And then the other nine months, you're out. You know, you can go out. You can uh, compress the football season, basketball season, baseball season in nine months. Maybe I've that's where we should go. I, I've long been an advocate for hibernation. I mean, that's that's the way yeah. to go. And, and Three months feels a little bit long, though. Like, the biblical mandate is one out of seven. Right. You know, so, like, three months is, is a bit much. Well, that, we can, that's a full-on hibernation. That's not really biblical. We <laughs> can get groceries by, you know, pickup orders. Um, you know, if you don't have a job, you could do Oh, uh, now home. we're getting into things where we're, like, asking other people to do labor for us, and I don't know if that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, that's a good thing. Just put yeah. in a, a nutrient IV to sustain you for the what? three months. A yeah, nutrient IV? Sure. Oh man. Yeah. You know, we'll just get this like uh, a little, you know, a little beverage or whatever. It's it's called Soylent Green. We'll just have that. <laughs> you know, it'll be great. I I just sat on I sat in on news meetings and literally one of the editors was like. Guys, this might be coming back. I know it's depressed. And the air went out of the room. Everyone was depressed. It, it was kind of like the night we tried to podcast. I think we podcast the same night the Steelers lost to the Bengals by like three touchdowns. And we were talking and we enjoy each other's company. But when you talk about the Steelers, we were all depressed. That's how people were. I mean, it was just, it was terrible, man. I don't know. All right. Should well, we now talk- that we're all chipper and happy. Yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I'm about ready to go stick my head. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, we're, we're talking. All, this spring, we're all going to be that soulless Easter bunny sitting in the mall. Oh, man. Everybody in the mall will just be staring. It'll be like the last scene of the birds where they're all just there. We were, walk through quietly. Like Birdemic. Like, no, not like Birdemic. <laughs> That's where they spontaneously explode. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Although maybe that could happen too. You know, at this point, there's we, there's nothing we can rule out. Exactly. We were having a pre-podcast show. I got something come up next week we can't talk about publicly. But we're like, man, what should we talk about? What's appropriate? What's not? We probably should get back to the other topics. Then, because now whoever's <laughs> listening to this is depressed this is- going... This is My your thread. You Chris took us is... down this road, man. Yes. Chris <laughs> this is was your deal. I, I'm really all ready person. to talk about that wacky wedding, or yeah, I, know, I'm, a, I'm a happy person. If you listen, new food things, and yeah, I'm a happy person. I just, you know, I covered the news, and 
past couple days haven't been fun in the COVID department. You know, sometimes we've had good COVID news. We've not had good COVID when news. Have we had week. good COVID news. <laughs> well, like COVID's getting better or the vaccine's okay. available. Yay, so, you know. <laughs> COVID's getting better. Remember those days when the vaccine was cards and yes, phone calls. <laughs> COVID's kind of fun. I mean, you know, people uh, like to get COVID. No, remember I mean, when everybody called it the novel coronavirus? Just oh, like yes. it's like like we want to have a sixteen syllable thing to talk about it with you know why is it novel coronavirus? What about the novella? It's very I'm ready for a like, new novel. The short the short story coronavirus. It, it's very <laughs> coronavirus the movie. It's a douchey thing to say. It's like you know Frasier. I love Frasier, great show, but they all talk like all you know high and mighty and everything. Sure. It sounds like some people in Fraser would say, yeah, the novel coronavirus, you know, that's why I got, you know. But you always okay. you always counterpointed that with his dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calling would, it something wacky. I'd be like his dad. I, I am thinking I'm more like <clears throat> Fraser now, but I'm more like the dad. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta be honest <laughs> with yourself and uh I might be bulldog, you know, like maybe I'm just bulldog <clears throat> in this scenario and I have nothing to do with Fraser at all. I'm the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, Eddie. Eddie. Uh, yeah. Eddie. Yeah, I do uh, with Laura Kessel. We have a podcast where we're trying to go through the whole Frasier series. And we've been talking about the new Frasier that's coming out. And I think we talked about once here on our, yeah, our program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing else has happened. I mean, you know, they announced plans. We don't know who's coming back and everything. It's Oh, it's going to be a while. We won't hear anything about it. And because nobody's getting the vaccine, it's probably going to be pushed back for another year or two. So I, I said this before. Maybe this is a good promo. Hey, if you want Frazier, get the vaccine. Because, you know, if we're all getting locked away, we're not going to be, you know, taping Frazier episodes, you know? Right. If if the virus pushes back Doctor Strange 2 again, I'm just going to be done. I... Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm actually wondering. Uh, last year at this time, where Paul and I first started the Steelers podcast, we were like, man, we don't even know if there's a season. And we literally didn't know. We weren't just being silly. I, I've heard nothing to say there's not going to be a season. Can you imagine if we don't have an NFL season? How depressing. I, I mean, mean we, I can imagine it, but that's just because I have a rich imagination. Yes. <laughs> also, not going to lie, I can imagine it because we kind of just experienced that. Oh, with the weirdness <laughs> that was last season? We had yeah. a little bit of that. So, you know, I can, I can imagine it. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry being all just deflated tonight, but just I don't know. So I don't, yeah, we've we've uh, we've uh, we've stumbled into some uh, depressing territory here. We need to yeah. We, before we the podcast, we can hit the topic. To bump this up. Yeah. How do we get peppy? How do we get excited? Well, pick one of these articles and let's uh, talk about it. I'm doing 12 minutes on the coronavirus. I mean, geez, yeah. come on. Yeah. Holy so let's cow. move on. Hey, some of that was the soulless Easter Bunny. Yes, definitely. Mm. Um. I, I think this first story, yeah, it happened in India. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, India is a great country. I used to work for uh, a couple that's from India. Not making fun of the Indians, but we've had a couple of stories here recently where there's been all kinds of hijinks at weddings. I don't know if I want to get married in India. Would you guys? <laughs> that's such a loaded question. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've had my 23rd there, right? wedding anniversary. I have no desire to get married in India right now. Are you kidding me? Well, here's what happened. And I'm looking at the story. I'm not sure if it's India or Indonesia. I think it was um, Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia. Okay. It was in the India Times. So I, I guess they were picking up a country from nearby. So what happens is, okay, you know, you get married. If you have an ex, you know, it's tough for the ex, you know. Hey, I could have married Paul, or I could marry Joe, and you know the, uh, you, you know the. You could have. That was a time, man. Right, but, but what I'm saying is, it's too late now. You know, <laughs> be an ex-girlfriend tries to come to the wedding, you, you know, and they're upset. They see you know, Joe up front with his bride and Paul up front with his bride. So you know, the girlfriend comes and asks uh, him to marry her instead, and that happens. You know. It's happened. It didn't happen at my wedding. I didn't have that many girls who was going after me. But <laughs> look at what the guy does. Well, like, Joe, what would you do if an ex-girlfriend came to the wedding and said, 
Joe, forget your wife, marry me. I mean, I would assume you'd say, hey, thanks, but no thanks, right? Well, since that legitimately happened, um, I can tell you what I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. No. Uh, What would I do? Uh, Probably not what this guy ended up doing. (laughs) You know, I I can't really say with with, uh, a a real educated guess as to what I would do if that were to happen, but I know what wouldn't. (laughs) Well, I mean, he marries both. Right. He married both. Like, what? Okay, well. Oh, man. Maybe. Now, I I don't know. It doesn't talk about their life afterwards. I mean, I don't know if the three of them lived together and. But but what if he symbolically married him both? You know what I mean? Like he said, hey, you know, I feel bad, so let's get married, but it didn't really mean anything. What about that, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's an awkward position that the ex-girlfriend puts him in. So sure. what's he going to do? I, I don't mean, know why you reward her at that point for like making his, making this that awkward. Like what? Like a symbolic, hey, let's get married. Here's a here's a like a gift card to Applebee's. So long, you know what I mean? Like it's not like she's coming on the honeymoon with you. You're folks. quoting like a whole like uh, etiquette book that I have never read. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like okay, page seventy five. If somebody crashes your wedding and demands that you marry them instead, the appropriate yeah. gift. Applebee's gift card. Right. I'm gonna start crashing weddings again. <laughs> well, I'm just demanding everybody marry okay. me. But you and please look at what I'm doing. I know we're doing an audio podcast, so I nobody am. can look at this. But I'm doing the quote marks. Uh, oh, air quotes. Right. Yeah, I see them. So you marry them, and what I'm saying is, you're not going into a three way marriage or anything. You marry them because the ex girlfriend's feeling awkward. What's the nice thing to do? You're not gonna say, "Oh, sorry, I got my." New girl and she's better and you stink. So I'm sorry, I'm, so in my, I'm currently in the middle of my wedding day. Maybe <laughs> I can't fake marry you right now. Well, she probably wants to. Can we do you. this next Thursday, please? Well, she just wants a picture for Instagram page. So you, you know, you bring her up. You guys lock. I gotta arms. do anything for the gram, right? You lock arms. They oh, pronounce you God. married. The girl goes her separate way. I'm so on. there was, yeah. I don't know. I'm making stuff up as I go. What was crazy to me was that there was a photo and both of the women were wearing wedding dresses, like traditional right. you know, wedding dresses. of the. Uh, how She showed up in a wedding dress? I guess she would have had to have if she's going to... That was her plan was to demand marriage. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like demanding marriage doesn't work at all anyway. Why would you... Well, I mean, she's going Why to would you roll those dice when he's actually actively in the process the okay. physical act of marrying somebody right now let's not leave out the the intended bride of the day who was okay to just say hey, come on squeeze in there's room how is that how's that boy still alive like well, you and- you agreed to what you did what and i'm guessing oh. the three of them off the honeymoon i'm not suggesting that at all i'm just saying take out the awkward situation do a posed photo of you guys with the, the, you know, the preacher. There's no wedding certificates. She's not going to go live with you or spend your honeymoon with you. Just Are you, you know, sure? You're letting her down easy. Well, no, that's Are you? not what happened in Indonesia. I'm just saying, if it happened in my life, you just do a nice little posed picture. You know, like a selfie, selfie with the groom. Hey there, Chris, you I, know. Chris, I think you're you're. <laughs> Your scenarios here are landing you in a spot where you need to be glad for that ex-girlfriend because the bride who you showed up with, she's gone. Once you hesitated for a second, that ship sailed. So, Well, you you had that discussion with the bride. You're like, hey, we're good. We're married. We're not doing anything weird. But I got some ex-girlfriends who might be coming to the wedding. Just don't say anything. Okay, let's not make any awkward we can. We just say, hey, you want to pose for a picture? The ex-girlfriend says, yeah. They come up. They take the picture. They go their separate way. Throw them Applebee's gift card for the trouble. And then, yeah, you know, it's like you're wiping your hands. You're like, hey, this is awkward. sitting around on a regular basis. Do you just have, like, a stack of those so that you're ready for any etiquette situation? I could just 
There you, you go. never know when an ex Applebee's show gift up. card. Applebee's I, gift card. I By the way, our new sponsor, Applebee's. I, I did marketing <laughs> for a local company where they told me they said if you're out the call, here's like a stack of what was it? Starbucks gift cards. It's like a five bucks Starbucks gift card. They said, hey, give them out. You know, if it's a sales call, just to start handing them out. Well, you gotta so, be prepared. So, Chris, if, if right now Joe and I both said, Chris, marry us too, you'd immediately send us Applebee's gift cards? What I'm saying is that awkward <laughs> position if somebody shows up at your wedding. Because look, it could be awkward. Look at this situation in Indonesia. Now, apparently, the guy and the wife were like, all right, yeah, why not? Let's get married. Let's go throughout the whole thing. But what I'm saying is, hey, we're in a, you know, we're Christians. We're not you know, support anything hinky or anything else like that. We're trying to create a less awkward position. Because can you imagine your wife, you know, some other girl runs up, oh, marry me, and, and, you know, she's in a wedding dress too. You don't want to get in a big argument. You don't want to get into the, hey, sinner, or anything else like that. Just say, hey, you want a picture? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> you pose for a picture, you wait. And you give her the, the Apple yeah, card. Well, not, if you, you don't, don't immediately send the X away, you, oh, I mean, where's, where's the like best man entourage in this? Like, that's their I mean, job. You could yo. avoid like, an argument with the ex, but you've got a new argument with the current. If it's ooh. not an immediate no, I'm marrying yep. her. <laughs> yep. But you got to prepare your wife. And at that, say, at that point, you don't have to worry about the double marriage thing because she is leaving you. She okay. is leaving you right there. But, so, your, your advice then is anyone planning a wedding is have the talk ahead of time. Like, if an ex shows up if, just and if, wants to marry me too, right? Our option is we could either give them an Applebee's gift card. That's one option, or just have them join the marriage. Two. That's well, option two. And it's how, B. The other one's A. This is B. Right. <laughs> I would say more beliefs. Yeah, you give me Applebee's gift card. I mean, you're not thinking about, hey, I mean, you know, if she shows up, she could join the marriage. But if let's be you know, honest, if she shows the, up, no, you know, the Applebee's gift card is happening either way, really. I mean, <laughs> well, either she takes only the Applebee's gift card or she joins the marriage and gets the Applebee's gift card. Well, and they have the reception boom, at Applebee's. Boom, and, well, yeah. Absolutely. And Why you, wouldn't you at that point? Let me clarify, especially for certain people who might be That's listening. where my... <laughs> I am not endorsing you know, three-way marriages or anything like that. I'm just saying <laughs> this was an awkward position. Okay? First of all, be honest with your spouse and say, look, I dated around. I dated 15 girls before. 13 are pretty mad. There's a chance that one or multiple number of these 13 people could show up. And again... Now, especially the marriage is the wife's best day of her life. You know, she right. dreams about as a dreams little girl. About it her whole, yeah, yeah. Right. So you're going to take a chance of having 13 girls show up and say, oh, I was just going to say, you're extrapolating right. on this whole this whole concept. And now right. we're into all of somebody's exes show up, right. all demanding to get married. So what you're saying, uh, you, you don't want to. Is this guy like fight? the last right. guy on the island? Like, what is going on? <laughs> You don't want a Jerry Springer fight. You don't want cursing. You nope. don't want anything bad. Nope. You're wrong. At that point, I absolutely do want a Jerry Springer fight. <laughs> but your wife wouldn't like that. This I mean, is yeah, all theoretical, by the, the way. But right. absolutely. You know, I, I think I it's like a, a Jerry Springer meets The Bachelor. That's what's okay. happening now. Uh, on the day of my wedding, I could confidently say that the few exes I did have, not one of them even cared what I was doing with my life on that particular day. So mm. th this is... Mm. But this, mm. but this scary no thing worries is, about Applebee's gift cards. Did you? So none of none of your exes came to your wedding. I'm no. asking. I'm asking because there's a specific scenario of somebody that I knew, oh, who had dated somebody like long, long, long before, and it was an amicable breakup, and the two people were good friends and worked on projects and together and knew each other very, very well. But when the girl went to get married, the 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 new husband to be said you absolutely cannot let this guy who has been your friend for like you know five five six years and done a lot of stuff together he is not allowed to come to this wedding i had no exes in my wedding well well not in <laughs> <laughs> just no. <add>. <laughs> okay you said dear bride 
I have some demands about your bridal party, and one of the people is an ex-girlfriend of mine. Like, no, that's worse than asking for the 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 other girl to, to join the the marriage. I'm I'm definitely not mentioning names, and hopefully this is generic enough where people aren't like, oh, that's me or whatever. But I am going to say the name though. Later friend, on. friend of mine, you know, we went to an event together. At the same event was this girl that he took to prom as friends. I mean, they, you know, hey, they said, hey, this date's for her friends and everything. Uh, this woman came up to my friend and very pointedly, I, you know, this could have happened if we were together and everything. And the friend's like, whoa, what's going on here? So to Paul's point, and they got granted, married on the spot. No, but, but to Paul's point, <laughs> that yeah, guy's name is Gregory. <laughs> Her name is Natasha. I oh, just okay. wanted to please. let everybody know who it was. It's Gregory and Natasha. Please say Natasha because we each of us have a mutual friend named Greg. I was like, no, it wasn't that Greg. No. But, but I guess. But no. But the point is, Paul's right, and you know, like I trust Paul. You know, I don't think Paul had any weird relationships where the girls like, I want to get married today. But you never know. Like my friend never knew that this event. Just go and show up and put him in a hard time. You so, again, know. one thing is, yes, it sounds very morally wrong. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying is when they come, and, again, I don't agree with what happened in Indonesia. Don't all three of you get married. Don't do that. That's <laughs> there are so it. many things happening in right. Indonesia that I do not endorse. Yes, I <laughs> never endorse that. That's not yeah. the, uh, the outcome we want to have. Right. But any other outcome other than having fun with it, is just embarrassing. You know, I mean, you don't want to make fun of the girl or anything else like that. So just say, oh, you're here. Come on up. And But you talk to your wife beforehand and say, look, there might be 13 girls. You know? I, the, really, the most bizarre part of this story for me is that the, the, the original wife didn't protest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that, that's, the, that's the one part of the story that doesn't register for me this guy uh the article claimed that he was uh, an unemployed dude who now has to support two brides <laughs> and he's just does, doesn't seem to be making a lot of good choices with his well, life so like the applebee's gift card right right that's his gift card man he earned that <laughs> <laughs> he helped the guy move one time which <laughs> applebee's gift cards are also good for gifts for friends that help you move well, we when you that. when you haven't bought the pizza We've all seen the movies where, you know, the girl or the guy goes to the other wedding and goes, you know, please stop. And a lot of times in these marriages, it happens. You know, the wedding stops. Yeah, if anybody right has anything married, to say right. about this wedding. You but know. It's, it's real life. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen like it apparently does in Indonesia where all three of them just go off and get married. But I don't know. Paul, do you say that in the, in the ceremonies when you do when you do weddings? Do you say that bit about if anybody has something to say? And no, it, I, you really should end that sentence with, if everybody has something to say, they should just shut their face. It's already too late. Well, Get out. Well, from now on, I, I, I've never said it because I think it's awkward and weird, but from now it on, is. I am just to say, yeah, just know would anybody else like to join this marriage? <laughs> I think is there anybody would... else here who wants to marry this, this couple? Right. And I Please take a number, or we'll form a line off here on the left. <laughs> well, and Paul, you could, you know, as a pastor, your job is to shepherd this couple through the wedding day. Well, you could say, look, show them the link. Hey, in Indonesia, this hey. happened. We've got to talk about this. What's going to happen? Because I'm not going to stand by all of the options. Right. And let all three of you get married. That's not going to happen. I'm walking out. We're not doing this wedding. But let's Here's have a list of the things. Yeah, I'm not gonna do. Right, <laughs> we're not marrying three or more people. No, three. There's no way. But I'll take the gift card. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the reception food, anyway. Listen, I know you spent a lot of money on this thing, and you said chicken or fish. But all I really want is uh, Applebee's wings. So, and that you is not horrible. at your. When you do a wedding for people, you don't like you know the bride and groom. That's why they asked you to do the wedding, but you don't yeah. know the family or anybody else. Oh, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, come yeah. to the reception. Like, no, oh, well, I'm not. I'm not available. <laughs> Sorry, because I got. I really got to get home. They're at a different table, <laughs> yeah. right? 
Well, that's the same as true if you know, like, the bride or something and you don't know the groom and you don't really know their circles of friends of the people who know both of them, you know, like, that the, they've been together for a couple. It's like a friend from high school gets married to somebody that you don't know and you go to the wedding and you don't get to spend any time with the person who's getting married. Like, they're busy all the whole time. So it's just you sitting there. I don't, I don't really know any of these people. Yeah. I got left. Out, I got left out of somebody's wedding party, uh, and it was kind of far away—not really far, but kind of far. And I went to the wedding anyway, but I literally didn't know anybody there. Everybody I knew was in the wedding party. It was, it was really not cool, and I probably right. shouldn't have gone. <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually one of the guys who's going to be in the wedding. I mean, I'm actually talking about Monday. He's a missionary in Ireland. And we're setting up a video call just to chat. But at my wedding, I naively asked like six guys, hey, can you be at my wedding party? Just kind of almost thinking like, would you be interested? Like if I came to you tonight and said, hey, you want to do a podcast? You know, and you're like, yeah or no or whatever. I had six guys to say, yeah. And I wasn't thinking because my wife's like, oh, we're having four maids of honor in our wedding. And I'm like, ooh, I asked six. Side the D ass too, and that's very awkward. Should have made a reality show out of it, some kind of competition. Yeah, I had I that that wedding that I was talking about. I was not asked to be part of the wedding party because there was a rift between me and somebody else who was on the bride's wow. side. So I was not invited because that girl was definitely going to be invited. She was a very close friend, hmm. so I couldn't be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Did you awesome. see, I can't remember what Seinfeld is, but it was early Seinfeld where he, he would start the show by talking, like, you know, giving his routine when the show yeah. starts. Mm -hmm. And he had one about marriages where he like, talked about if one person had the heart attack, then, you know, in the wave line, the next person moves down. You know? so. <laughs> Yikes. There was. Uh... Two three, there's two or three of those scenarios. And I was like, mm, I'm way too close to the front of this line. <laughs> that would add a lot to like a best man or well, maid of honor. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, maid of honor is your, your best woman, I guess. For lack best of woman. They should be unmarried. Because if they're unmarried and that happens, then they could actually marry the best man. So if like the husband to be has a heart attack. But you might have that matron of honor, which is, you know. Terminologically uh, uncomfortable, but see, what if the best man secretly is in love with the bride, and so he puts out a hit on the groom? Dude, it's like every rom com. That's every rom com ever. Yeah, Paul just wrote a rom com. I don't know if that's been a rom com. So he put a hit out on him. I like that. That's great. Well, it's got is this a mob wedding, or is does nobody know this guy's mobbed up? Nobody else knows. Nobody. Else, oh, I like it. So he's playing nice, but really he has yeah. the ability to murder everybody there with like a short cord where he just yep. wraps it around their neck. I dig it. Also likes long, the bride. Nice. Long weekend. Do people keep disappearing? Like, is it yeah, a murder mystery? like Agatha Christie wedding with crossed with a mob thing with a, so it's a Scorsese directed Agatha Christie wedding story. Yeah. You got to run with it. You, you're the theater yeah, guy, is, Joe. You got to run with genius. this now. I love it. <laughs> but it's true common. innovation is just mixing other things that would don't necessarily <laughs> go together and making them work. It's got to be a natural death, though. I mean, if some, if somebody shot the the you know groom, you're not just being like, all right, next person over. You know, that's it, a little creepy. It's got to be Paul's, like a stroke. Paul's or officiating a this wedding, man. He'll do what he wants to do. He will as long as ask that gift people to say <laughs> mean things to the to the bride and groom in the middle of the ceremony. Has anybody got anything mean to say? Does anybody want to break up this couple? Come on. It's <laughs> secret it time. Shot. It's secret time. <laughs> well, I get the impression, and I'm not picking on wives. I think some grooms are like that, too. If it's certain people's wedding day, they just want to get married. So if your bride or groom drops from a heart attack or anything, they're like, hey, I'm getting married today. You really, you really <laughs> think there's a lot of people yeah. who go into a wedding day and it's, I'm getting married today and it doesn't yeah. matter to who. Yeah. 
what percentage of the weddings do you think <laughs> one or both of the parties do not care who they're marrying at this point? That, that should be like, like what percentage question. do you think? Is it over 50% of the marriages? <laughs> that, that should be the question we ask to all guests, you know, like on our podcast, being like, hey, and that's when the you got married, worded like, exactly like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> If you were getting married, what percentage of American weddings? Listen, well, we can't limit it to American because this was Indonesian. Right. What percentage of weddings happen with one or more of the parties not caring who it is that they get married to? <laughs> well, no, they want to get married to their betrothed. Okay, they do they built this relationship. They built, this but, you're, but, but you were implying that they, that they were getting, wanted to get married and they didn't care to who. Oh, okay. Let, let's compare. And I'm not going to mention wives' names because that would get really awkward. But what I'm saying is, okay, oh, well, I'll use me. Why not? I'll, I'll talk about, yeah. Hey, I shared a story earlier on the podcast that my wife cannot listen <laughs> Why to. Why do we because, keep getting into these stories? By the yeah, way. It, it got awkward. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, okay, it's my wedding to my wife. Okay, if I drop dead, yes, my wife wants to get married to me. I mean, she's not like, I'm just picking someone from the crowd. Right. She wants to get married. I mean, you, to me. you were the first but, pick, right? Right, but like you know, minuscule chance I dropped dead from a heart attack. But if I dropped dead from a heart attack, you know, hey, it's her big day. I, I mean, she's not going to be like, all right, I'm going to have to wait around and meet someone, date for a couple of years, roll and, you off the platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's like, somebody I, clean this up. I need to get married today. She's Please, like, I need. A, I, yeah. Who's got a tux? Does anybody have a tux? <laughs> Does it fit you? Does the tux fit you? Are you currently wearing it? Okay, get up here. Yeah, when she woke We're up that doing morning, this. she's like, hey, I'm getting married today. Well, well in the, no matter what. Right. That's well, the opening scene of, of Paul's movie. Well, yes. no, no. <laughs> I'm getting married today, nothing, and I don't care to whom. Well, no, no nothing untold is going to happen, but in the small chance that the groom drops dead, you should look at it. I, I mean... Mom and dad paid for the wedding. You're investing time. Think about the dating process. Think, think about all oh, yeah, that brutal. happened. And I want to start that there. over again. Yeah, you're like, this is this this I took twenty, yeah. you know, twenty one to twenty five, maybe thirty years. I can't wait another thirty years. Yeah, I mean, I think we all got married. You know, not too long after college. I was twelve. You're twelve, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I don't know. No, what was so, I? I think I was twenty-three, maybe. So, so what do we learn? I'm very depressed about COVID, and we're going to be locked in, away, and NFL season's gone, and all the fun stuff is gone. And at that point, you will not care to whom you right. are married. No, no, this is a separate issue. Oh, oh no, you're, so you're marrying an ex-girlfriend right. too? Now that. You're locked away because of COVID. No, what we're saying is in the off chance, and again, we're not endorsing this or anything. No. In the off chance that someone comes, ex-girlfriends says, don't get married. Instead mm -hmm. of being awkward, just have them up, take a fun picture together, and shoo them away. That and give them an Applebee's gift card. <laughs> yeah, Applebee's or whatever. We can talk about maybe there's a better Everybody goes out to Applebee's card. afterwards. Maybe, yeah, maybe and get married in March at a mall so yeah. that, ooh, Ooh. If the groove drops dead, then you've got like the what's what's underneath the Easter Bunny mask. Yes, oh, like surprise room. It's like yeah, yeah. I'm not I like it. I like it. And maybe it's the best man. The best man dresses up as the Easter Bunny that stares into your soul. Right. <laughs> it's all because, coming together. Why? Because just think of this. My my brother was my best man, and my mm -hmm. brother wasn't married at the time. So mm -hmm. if I fell over dead, yep. look, it's my wife marries my brother. I mean, it's not, there's no incest involved. There's no anything. In the they were never married. Right. You never right. actually. Well, yeah. and think of this too. How awkward would it be? You know, my family got to know my wife, you know, for mm -hmm. the dating process. Right. You know, a lot of times you, you know, you fall, not in the same way, but you know what I mean? Like, you really grow in love and respect for your future in-law. Mm -hmm. Well, if I die, what's a wife going to do? Just go off and marry somebody else? She marries in the family because my parents are, you know, they love this girl. They're, you know, it's making more sense as I go. You know what I mean? 
Are you sure? <laughs> what you want this girl to stay in your family? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could just call her on holidays. You don't have to marry her off to somebody else in the family. I mean, <laughs> and, and you got help. I mean, my brother's a handsome guy, but what if my brother was a troll? Maybe this is my brother's <laughs> only chance for getting married. Again, mm -hmm. he's not knocking me off or anything. It's in the one in a million chance I drop in, dead in during Paul, the same. In, in Paul's movie, he definitely did put a hit out on you. Well, there's no hits. See, Don't you think can, otherwise. Right. There's no hits, nothing immoral going on. We're not marrying 10 people or anything. We're just saying we got to cover our bases. Because if not, like you talk about, hey, you know, your wife's going to leave you if some girl comes and says, marry me instead. No, sure. you let them know. And you say, look, if, if I drop dead, marry the best man. He's single. It's all good. If yeah. I said all of these things to my wife before our wedding day, <laughs> We would never be getting married. But you we guys would never would make it that far. But you guys would have to She be would prepared. become that ex-girlfriend who then would not show up at the wedding. Didn't, you guys, have, didn't you guys have discussions before the marriage? You, you know, like, where are we going? Well, like, one, one or two. I wasn't an arranged marriage. Yeah, well, this is but why would we discuss these scenarios? This is like, hey, this is the best day of your life. If I drop dead, I, I want you to get married to the next person standing nearby. Right. Don't yeah, want maybe, the cake to go to waste. Yeah, and maybe right? she, maybe because she, you can't eat it unless two people have made everlasting <laughs> bonds together. And you'll be interested. You would. That learn is a so prerequisite much. for cake. You would learn so much about your intended because just think <sighs> about this: they would have to be single. We're not breaking up any other marriages. You could say, Aren't "Hey, honey." Listen, I don't care about other people's marriages. Well, well look at this. These this are my awkward. rules, man. This is my wedding date. This will be awkward. You go, you go to your intended fiance and you say, hey, who would you pick to be my best man? This is important choice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you know who's number two. You really want that scenario. You really want guy number two standing next to you knowing, if knowing you that it's least, that guy? Oh, jeez. You oh, want protection? No, no, no. Okay, well. Oh no. Mm. You, you don't want the guy sitting by you to be somebody who would not be a great catch for your. Honey, which one of my friends is your second choice? I don't. That's, that's yeah, I don't question. need. I don't need that in my head. I don't. Need <laughs> okay. The list of people who are probably better than me. Like I don't. This is this is too much pressure. Well, but but then on the other hand, if you don't. It's How like a marriage and the Olympics at the same time. How sad it would be in heaven. You're in heaven, you know, and you look I think down the concept and your wife of heaven is that it wouldn't be sad. Okay. <laughs> but maybe you get a glimpse on who your future wife will be. I mean, not your future wife, who your wife's future husband will be. Because they're mourning your death, and then some quad came by, and you're like, dang it. <sighs> if I only picked a better second guy. Wow. This is revolutionary. I mean, I'm if only. Oh boy! But see, the the true tragedy is, you don't drop dead on the wedding day, right. but ten years That's down the, the road, you're like, does she still kind of like him? <laughs> right? How if much that's does what she like you done, And that guy is there. You know who it is. You got to spend well, the rest of your life. And, yeah, and every time, like you mess something up, like you don't, you you screw something up. She's like. Mm. You know who would have done that? You know who would have done that right? Well, you and you do. You know who it is. You know exactly well, who she's referring to. Oh man. Well, here being another discussion. I mean, we all have kids. You know what I mean? Maybe your spouse is like, "Oh my goodness, if I die first, man, how, how are they going to be with the kids?" You know. So you say, "Hey, honey, I'll help you choose my successor." Oh man, that's also. <laughs> I think there are other movies about that where like okay. somebody's dying from a long protracted illness where they're like, you have to get married again. You'll learn to love again. Yeah. But now I'm thinking of this in the reverse. Like, okay. so now what happens if you're a guy and then you get invited to be a best man? Now what's in your head? I'm honored. <laughs> you're honored? I'm honored? Yeah. You're potentially. Yeah, what if something happens, man? You're like guarding this dude with your life because I she picked me to be the best man, but like, oh. no, thank you. <laughs> okay, absolutely not. This guy will live. I will take a bullet for this man. <laughs> oh, 
I'm okay. going down first. There's no way. <laughs> so, so how would you? Uh, and, and we got closing this because we got another show we got to do. But, <laughs> but this brings up an interesting. We question. talked about one article. This is <laughs> well, I'm I'm, a, I'm making new marriage rules here, man. I mean, we're we're, we're making progress. We're breaking no, ground. No, but you, but that just rocked my head because. So okay, your wife picks a best man to be the second in case you drop dead. Mm-hmm. But the second man or your best man who can sure, step whatever in, it's called now, I'm sure so it's they've be got the right of first refusal, right? Oh, that's how it works. Well, no, that's a question because you <laughs> raised a good point. Okay, your future wife. <laughs> it'd be awkward if we use real names. <laughs> like, you know, like, what the heck? Why? No, your yeah, let's not wife, do that. Right. I still think it's Gregory and Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Your, your future wife says, "Hey, Joe, if you drop dead, I guess I'm picking right, uh, Smelly Pete or whatever, whatever the name is. I'm making Smelly up. I thought you said no, we're going to use real names. Wants to be the kinsman redeemer, or <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is, okay, so you call Smelly Pete and they're like, hey. You know, Chris Pugh just set the rule last night. Just a little awkward, but you got to be the best man, or we want you to be the best man because, hey, you got to step in. And Smelly Pete's like, ah, I'm not really into your wife. Which sounds awkward, too. But, but one thing is, if Smelly Pete says, hey, this ain't going to work out, I'm not going to step in. So Smelly Pete can step out of the arrangement. And you got you got to keep finding somebody for your wife, then, right? Well, don't, but don't then, you also then we then have, have to pick after that? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what's going to create some issues here. You know what I mean? Don't you have to There's line up the whole bridal party? Because what if Smelly Pete is your best man and Smelly Pete drops dead immediately after you? Now oh. the number three guy's got to be ready to... St- so you've got to consider every scenario then in your situation. Okay, yeah, but now we're into a thing where it can get really weird because isn't this... A, this has, we're getting to the down the depth chart here and <laughs> we're starting to get to the layer where it may be her brother. <laughs> Where like who did anybody else have to put a brother on their yeah. wedding party? Yeah. yeah. So like what rules what that at that point? Like if all these people <laughs> drop down, now Family she has to marry your brother? brother? Like, what's with this? Family can't be in your bridal party. I mean, for me, it was natural to pick my brother. Yeah. But well, wait a minute. Well, that's your brother. <laughs> what if your oh, sister if it's her brother? What if your sister is on the other side and she drops oh, okay. now you have now you're stuck marrying your sister? Well, you can't do that anymore. I, I mean it's gotta be prohibited, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you've you now can't got essentially seven people that your wife would happily marry other than you. So. <laughs> well you've got to protect. I mean, hey, my, my wife, you know, honest woman, my wife like, I'm not sure if Chris can handle the kids. If you know, so probably my wife's like, Hey, if I die, maybe you should marry somebody else to help take care of the kids or whatever. So, you know, these conversations are happening, maybe not out loud, but you know, they're happening. You know, I, sure. I, I don't know <laughs> what awkward conversation. I have. This is not going to the planning session that we had before the meeting, but hey, so let me wrap up because this I'm is exactly now- where I thought we were gonna go at this, right. <laughs> Let me wrap up because now I'm definitely afraid and nervous for various reasons we can't talk about right now. But <laughs> let me make clear to anybody who might be listening to this. I am not endorsing any type of immorality. I'm just saying, at the start, how do you deal with embarrassing situation with an ex-girlfriend that comes and says, I want to marry you? Yeah, have fun with it. You post her a picture, that woman leaves. And you um, give her an Applebee's gift yeah, card. Applebee, yeah, you got to give the Applebee's gift card. That's what this has to be a part of. And then secondly, you know, how do we stop the unfortunate example of if someone drops dead during the wedding? I mean, you know, I bet you if we took a poll of all American women, there's probably a significant number that says, hey, I want to marry my husband. He's my guy. He's my choice. But if something happens, I'm devastated. I'm out three years of dating. I got to start from scratch. And here's the other thing. You can't date probably for a a week. No, not a week, a year. <laughs> you can't date for three hours after the death. But what I'm saying is the, 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 the true. You really should wait three hours. I mean, that's right. standard. That's also in the etiquette book. So you're down four years. You need to wait at minimum 
the amount of time you have to wait to get your appetizers at Applebee's. <laughs> so, so you're down. I mean, this is your prime. I mean, you're in your 20s or 30s, and now you've got to wait four years, like a year to mourn, you know, three years to date, you know, get engaged, all that stuff. It can be tough. It's like the death penalty. Well, I mean, uh, how long does it take to get married? I mean, it took me and my wife three years. I don't know. I don't know. You meet you meet somebody at a wedding. Uh, your your uh, your intended has dropped dead. Boom, they're there. How long does that take? Exactly. You're taking away four years of uncertainty. Oh man, if I dropped dead, uh, you know, during my wedding, I want my wife to get married right away. I don't want to have to wait around for the awkward year morning and you know the awkward year or two of weirdly dating and then you get engaged you wait there you're opting for the next morning waking up married to somebody that you may not know very well <laughs> but again that's why it's not awkward right it's you're because you're married that's why there's got to be that discussion that's why you got to say honey if i drop dead who are you going to marry after me yeah, okay. But it, isn't it a total but isn't it a total trap that you would then have to pick the, the maid of honor? That's a trap, man. I'm not even going into that conversation. Oh, you know who you should get for your maid of honor? No, son, do not even mention it. Or even more awkward, hey, show me pictures of your friends. <laughs> you're like going for like, so it's like best friend Tinder, you're over here swiping. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Oh, Do you have man. any friends from high school? Can I get? <laughs> yeah. could you, can you get out your yearbook and see what you? Can't you were you just in chess club together, <laughs> but you didn't really know her that well. But oh, she's looking all right to me. And you make she creep- did back in high school. <laughs> and you make creepy sounds like oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <That'll> work. Oh, <laughs> oh like, hey, work. yeah. <laughs> she's already married, so I could just show up at their wedding and say, "Hey, marry me too." <laughs> Yes, awkward discussions, but again, you're penalizing your wife by four years if you dropped out of a heart attack. So so eat good the night before, you know what I mean? Way off that pizza and steak. I had I had a steak pizza for my master party. I did not I did not. (laughs) Very good. Well, hey, I've already broken the rule. We started this podcast late and I said half hour. I'm looking at the we did a box. half hour. We just also did another yes. 21 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank goodness it was very positive talk. You know what I mean? Like, but we got off of COVID and started talking about right. the important business of what to do if you drop dead at your wedding. Definitely. definitely. How to plan. <laughs> All right. Well, check this out. And hey, if, if you like this and want to hear nerdy talk about football, check out our Behind the Sealers podcast, Sealer Power Hour. Or power half hour. I got yeah, behind the steel curtain. Yeah, behind the steel curtain. I got to practice that. It, it's yeah, you really do. So. <laughs> We're about to record that. You, <laughs> yeah. you should probably run run over it a couple times before we. Very good. Well, thanks for checking the Saturn Show. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book. Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.